What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spencerberg Podcast, episode number 19. We want to say a quick apology. Uh, I just moved up to Irvine, and we have been slammed with work lately. Yeah, there's been surprisingly a lot of stuff to do. Um, we kind of reorganized the office, too, cleaned it up a bit. Uh, Spencer moved. He was busy all weekend, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, I've been filming a bunch of videos. I have been on a pretty good YouTube grind lately. Basically, I've been trying to make as much content as I can um, just based around, you know, E90Xs as I do anyways and a lot of stuff with my personal car. And uh, I've just been in like a weird swing of things for some odd reason. Yeah, well, it's good. I mean, I, f I feel like with everything, I mean, we both go in different waves of like being motivated and being kind of less motivated. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, I guess that's the nature of it. But speaking of what I've been doing over the weekend, we're going to talk about this car I filmed on Sunday, which was uh, one of the cool... I don't know if it's... It's cool because I I like to see so many different cars. And this guy's car, Lev, he's known as should have had a, a V8 on Instagram. He has a matte green E92 M3. Um, originally, it's red. And he's put, I'd say, roughly twenty five dollars to $30,000 into the car. And it is absolutely awesome. I've been... A huge E90X fan, as many people know, but seeing the variety of what people can do is insane because you think that after filming so many cars, going to so many Bimmerfests, going to so many car shows that, oh, you see the same thing over and over again. Well, you kind of do, but there's always character to every single car. Oh, yeah. Well, his is really cool. I've been following him for quite a while. Um, kind of shame I didn't get to go up and uh, enjoy the car, but I'm sure it was amazing. Um, it was awesome. It's so it's supercharged by VF Engineering. It's the water-cooled supercharger, and he's on E85. He told me he saw my video of me doing the installation. He called them, and he's like, I want the supercharger. Yeah. I want this I want this kit, and he wanted the tune with the transmission tune. So he did all That's that. Cool. So roughly 600 horsepower. Uh, dude, it, it sounds so violent. He's on Volk TE37s. They're black wheels with a yellow stripe. He has Michelin tires, a GT4 carbon fiber front lip. Um, this is something that I personally don't know if I like that much. It has the white Braum seats inside. I think white is really tough on the, on any kind of seat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this car comes with the. Um, it's kind of like the beige interior or something, mm -hmm. and it, like because a lot of those uh, of the Melbourne red cars have like this beige interior. Oh, maybe. Like maybe the, oh, oh yeah. no, it's bamboo. Yeah. Bamboo. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what the look he was going for. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I, I'm not like a huge fan of it, but it still looks really clean. And Those that's, seats are nice. That puts it into the um, being so diverse of like, this guy loves this setup and I respect that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I'm just so used to like Recaro's or black interior that this is yeah. cool to see because it's different. And he was talking about how much he likes it. So it's cool to see how passionate he was about these parts and everything. But he also has the Velvetronic exhaust, which is on my car too, but he has the full system, which sounds so violent. Was it really loud? Oh my God. Was it like Catless and everything? Yeah, it smelled pretty bad, but it was so nasty. Um, I, in my video, you'll see he did a huge rev uh, in this one parking lot we filmed at, and it just like blew up my eardrums, but <laughs> it sounded sick. He has upgraded headlights wrapped in satin green and a bunch of other mods. I don't want to give away too much because I'm working on the feature film this week. Should be out hopefully by Friday or Saturday. I have a lot to do with it. Uh, he let me drive the car. Dude, it's scary. Really? Oh, my God. He's like, he told me to go on the freeway. He told me to downshift to third gear and just punch it. And I was like, okay. So I shift from fifth th to, to third and then just foot to the floor. And it just slams you in your seat. And it's so responsive. Well, it makes like what? Like 600? Yeah, 600 to the wheel was what I believe That's it is. so much. That's like, I mean, because what? A stock United 2 M3 makes what? 
340 340 to yeah. the wheel that's such a big jump i know it's huge so he yeah he did rod bearings on it did everything but man it was so cool to like my car has no tune and going from a stop in first gear to just 10 miles an hour it's so sluggish in dct yeah i it, felt it it's before. rough man it kick it's like doesn't kick in right away so this tune on this car uh got gets rid of that the transmission tune and then having the supercharger throughout every gear you have stupid power yeah. It's just there. And it feels so good to have this platform be that fast because these cars in a straight line are not known for being fast. Yeah. Stock and even just with like a simple tune, they, they aren't that fast. No. But obviously the supercharger supercharger route is pretty expensive. But a lot of people kind of dog on the M3 for not being fast. But it's like it's not designed for that. It's designed no. for the canyons. It's designed for the track. It's not designed for straight line speed. Yeah, that's very true. So I had a chance to really experience the car and um, the, regardless of the power or the steering or the seats or whatever, like the owner of the car was so cool. Yeah. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. He texted me. He called me. He DM'd me right after literally yeah. all those and said, thank you. Like, thank you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, he's super cool. I've talked to him a couple of times over mm -hmm. Instagram. Yeah. Super he, nice. He's just, it was just really fun to, and he talked, we were talking about the community about how it brings like people together, like these cars and we had the opportunity to get to kind of hang out and like hear each other's stories. And mm -hmm. I was filming B-roll and he was telling me about his life. And it was just really nice to have um, the experience of meeting these people. It's not, it's not, it is about the car and people can be inspired by the mods, but when you hear this guy's story and why he does this stuff, it's just really cool to hear that perspective. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the, the cars are just like a connection point, but that's how you, that's how I've met a lot of new people. You know, I've met so many people through the videos you do through me posting on my pages and stuff like that. I mean, I moved out to Orange County with only pretty much knowing you and maybe Gibbs, but I've made a lot of friends just through the car community. Yeah, I think it's cool to see that. I think that that says a lot for itself, being that these cars have a lot of um, power behind them more than just the actual engine. Yeah. <laughs> they can bring people together. So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for the feature film. I have that coming out in a couple of days. Uh, I've been just too busy. If, if you're on the video format, you can see our office is kind of thrashed right now. We just trying to clear out some boxes and we just got um what did we get today i got a water bottle parker we, uh, got, we got kind bars yeah got kind bars i, I got some those. new glasses so i can see better <laughs> um so now going on to what is it three days away until you get a new car two days um this saturday so a couple days Dang. yeah have yeah. you been, are you getting bu like butterflies as you get closer to this date oh every day i keep looking at photos of it because i have like <laughs> photos on my phone and i keep texting the owner of it and just like asking random questions because I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. um, which, if you've been watching the podcast consistently, you know what I'm getting. But I'm not going to mention again. You're going to have to go back and dig through and find it. It's going to be somewhere uh, between episode one and episode 18. So you got <laughs> some digging to do. Yeah. <laughs> or you can wait till Saturday on my Instagram and it'll be on there. But yeah, it's going to be going to be awesome. I have so many plans for it. I'm excited for you. And like I told you too, I, I want to tell the podcast is that um, a lot of people know, maybe not a lot, but people should know that my YouTube channel is a business. I really do enjoy making videos, but I look at it as a business where yeah. I team up with people and we do exchange of services or we do discounted pricing where I'll advertise a product in exchange of getting the part for free, yeah. or I'll do affiliate marketing where I'll buy something and then advertise it on my video and say, Hey, you can buy it below. That's how I make a career. And this kind of conversation came up a couple of days ago where I was talking to Parker. I'm like, Hey, do you think it'd be cool if I filmed your video like once or twice a month, maybe three or four times a month yeah. on just showing what you're doing? 
because my audience is BMW as well. Yeah. And it's an M car. So it's more related to my audience. So I'm excited because we're going to see an, a, a point of view from you picking out the parts for the car, working yeah. with companies and doing your thing. And then you can see it from my perspective of showing your car as well. Yeah. Well, I think that will be like mutually beneficial um, because you have featured a couple of these cars on your channel. So I feel like you have the audience for it for sure. Um, so I'm excited for us to both kind of get content out of it. Um, yeah, me too. I and mean, hopefully I can get some, you know, sponsored parts for it because it is kind of like a higher end build or I, I plan to do more of a higher end build than what I did on my 335. So it is going to be expensive, but hopefully I can work with some companies. I think you will be able to. And same with my car, like for your channel, having it in your videos and showing some new parts that I have sitting here in the office that we're going to install this week and yeah. kind of sharing that back and forth. I think a lot of people like to see the perspective from, you know, your vlog to my vlog and back and forth. So I'm, I'm stoked, but man, only a couple more days till you get it. I know. I like keep getting, I'm, I don't know why I'm like nervous. Cause I know everything about the car. I've been talking to um, the seller of it for probably the past month and a half, maybe two months. It's Dang. felt like a really long time because basically I, I posted in a uh, local form or a local Facebook group asking basically, Oh, does anyone have this car? Uh, here's what I'm looking for. Here's my price range. And he responded and it, he gave me like all these details. And then pretty much we've been talking ever since. And I've seen a couple other cars come up, but nothing as well kept as his. And it doesn't have a lot of mods on it, but that's kind of good because I'm pretty picky when it comes to mods. So yeah. it has to be perfect. Yeah. That's going to be sick. So I'm super excited over the weekend. Before I filmed the should have had a V8s car, I went up to Santa Barbara and I filmed my friend Brett Slicer's E92 M3. Brett is a OG member of Bimmer Post, Bimmer Forms, of Bimmer Fest, everything for the last decade. And he is, I would say, a wheel curator and now parts curator. And what I mean by that is he picks out uh, his favorite parts and then he puts them on his forms, his Instagram, his Facebook, whatever. And people come to him for advice. He is on his 20th set of E88s. That's so crazy. 20th. I don't even know how much money that is. You think each set is five grand or, you know, 4,000 bucks. Yeah. Do the math there. But he isn't too, um, he doesn't put his personal life out there. And he's just more so of a front end guy saying, hey, here's some parts I have. Here's some Sparco seats. Here's uh, carbon fiber door cards. And here's a set of BBS wheels. Yeah, until I saw your video, I didn't even know what he looked like. I didn't and either. Like, I didn't know much about him. I was clueless. I, I saw he added me on LinkedIn, and I saw his face kind of, and then I met him in person. Like I had no idea what he looked like. I recognized yeah. his voice because I had a couple conversations with him prior to the this meeting, but yeah. he owns a beautiful, and when I say beautiful. Oh, this is probably, I think it might be my favorite one that you've ever featured. That's why the title of the video said probably the best E92 M3 in the U.S. Yeah. Besides Schreimer cars, once I get a chance to experience those and maybe a car with a built motor, this is number one for me. Yeah. Hands down, because I had the chance to experience it. So it's an E92 M3. It's white on black. Has, let me just go through everything here real quick. Has carbon fiber door cards and matte carbon, carbon fiber GTS center console, OEM roll cage from an M3 GTS, has an OEM GTS front splitter, which, from my understanding, it costs forty four hundred dollars. Yeah, he mentioned that just for <laughs> yeah, the front for the front splitter. That's baller. Sparco seats and matte carbon. 
as a M two three five M two three five I. Uh yeah, M two thirty five I race car wing. So it's off the the two series race car, and then he put it on his car because it mounts up to the the GTS holes originally. E eighty eights, Yokohama tires, Hotchkiss sway bars, Akrapovich exhaust, uh, Carbonius airbox and intake, full radio delete, which apparently saved thirty three pounds. KMP steering wheel. The clicks are amazing on this. They sound so satisfying. Yeah. Olin's coilovers replaced all suspension components. Replaced. I'm sorry. Removed all the sound deadening. And remove the windshield wipers and the reservoir. Yeah, I think he mentioned that he used SBL parts for all the suspension arms, which is really cool because that's like, it's all like solid bushings and stuff like that. You I'm, can feel it. Was it like really stiff? Very. Without the sound yeah. detonating, you could hear how stiff it was and yeah. then let alone you could feel it. Yeah. Definitely stiff. Not bouncy, but stiff. And uh, one of the things he told me is that when he ordered the center console and some of the other parts from an OEM GTS m3 yeah they came in gloss black he had them sent out to get coated in matte carbon to match his door cards that's crazy because he imported the door cards from a company in germany called motorsports 24 i hope that's it i don't remember mm. and most of the parts were gloss and he was like i want it to be all matching because his sparko seats the back of them are carbon fiber and they're matte carbon yeah and i think matte carbon suits it so well because extremely i see a lot of people do the the gloss carbon fiber it, it almost like looks like it doesn't belong in the interior because it's so reflective. It's so shiny. Yeah. So the the satin or matte, whatever you want to call it, carbon is like perfect. It, it looks OEM. It, it was very, it was set up very well. One of the things too that you may not notice is that the OEM GTS roll cage is actually mounted to the rear seat. It doesn't mount to the floor. So you save an extra six inches of room behind your seat. Oh. So I told him, I was like, my roll cage goes to the floor. He's like, yeah, the OEM GTS mounts to the rear part of the, the seats, on the oh, rear seats. Okay. So you save a lot more room. And I was like, man, that's that's what I want. Yeah, but I can see that right here. It definitely looks like there's a lot of space. There's a lot more space. So he kind of told me about that. But um, he talked to me a lot. He's, he's a master at – He's let me, let me step back. So he's a master – guru of bbs wheels he's the number one seller in the usa for bbs e88s right now in five by 120 number one so bbs yeah. reached out to him said hey you're number one right now keep doing your thing yeah and he's an individual with no shop he has no shop he has a setup in his own personal space and then he sells wheels online yeah he has instagram as his number one seller right now he uses instagram so That's super cool it's pretty intense. So he told me a little bit more about how tire sizes work and how he runs 265s up front and just really cool stuff about understeer and how to prevent it. And we got into some really good conversations. Um, uh, he was really detailed with everything he told me. But if you watch my feature film, which is on my YouTube channel, right? You hear that car? Yeah, I don't know. What it's like a was. LaFerrari or an F12. I couldn't tell if it was like a G35 or a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it was a V12 for sure. Uh, Something just ripped by. We saw Manny Koshman today. He He's our, our downstairs neighbor, and we were we were out testing Parker's reaction to Crispy Sprite. If you don't know about that, it's a TikTok <laughs> thing. And we saw him driving his white SLR, and we're like, damn, that looks so sick. Yeah, it's got the red interior. Oh. So fresh. So dope. But yeah, Slicer, Brett Slicer, thank you for letting me do that. If you guys want to, like I said, the, the feature film is on my channel. Um, I have so much respect for that guy with how much he gives back to the community for BMW. And something cool you gave back to him, because I saw, I think I saw in your your YouTube video, he was at 2,800 followers, and now he's at like over 4,000. Yep. So you got him like over 1,000 followers he, like in a couple of days. Yeah, in two or three days. So he has, 
you know, his, a lot of his videos on his Instagram were like 300, 400 views. Yeah. His last video is like 17,000. <laughs> and it's his car like getting loaded up because he's moving to Wisconsin. Yeah. And then the other pictures, you know, that he posted of me when I was with him got like 700 likes. He usually gets a couple hundred. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it, it's cool because all the people are coming to him that are authentic, real, genuine BMW guys. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's going to get some new customers, which is very cool. Which hopefully that means for me... Hey, Some Brett, 88s. someone needs 80, E88s. <laughs> someone does over here in Irvine, California. So <laughs> hopefully, too. hopefully we'll, we'll cross our fingers for a joint uh, partnership <laughs> on some E88s, Parker. I don't even, I, before I get those, I'd have to be able to like park my car in like a personal garage. Or, I'd be scared of those getting stolen. Or instead of having lug nuts, all five of the, your nuts are just the locked Full ones. Locks, all yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, I am an affiliate marketer. I am officially an affiliate marketer because I changed my Instagram bio to say it. Yeah. So now that it's in my Instagram bio, I'm an affiliate marketer. Oh, there's a title for that? Uh, not a title, but I typed it in. Oh. I did like social media marketer and affiliate marketer. Oh. <laughs> so I'm official now. But I've been doing it for a year plus now. The last six months have been very nice, thankfully. Yesterday, I had a $357 day, one of my biggest days yet in affiliate marketing. I sell everything on Amazon. I don't sell it personally. I just give people links to it then they purchase it. And I also sell simulator products. One of my videos at a half million views and people click on it and they buy and I make a commission off of it. So I just signed up for Obsessed Garage. We have talked about Obsessed Garage in probably five episodes now or six. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it a lot. Yeah, because we're going to get a banner as soon as hanging up and just say it's sponsored by them, even though it won't be. But um, I just signed up for it yesterday. And then today, Parker became an affiliate marketer. Yeah, Congratulations. so I, tr okay, so here's the story. I've tried it before okay. and I put it in a couple of videos and basically I didn't even get enough sales to reach like the minimum because yeah. on Amazon you have to reach like, I don't, I don't know what the minimum is, but basically I didn't meet that. So I was like, okay, there's like not any point of doing it right now. But that was also when I, I had probably had like 300 subs and was getting like 50 views per video. Yeah. Now I usually get like 500 views a video. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it also depends. Like some, like one of my videos has like twenty two thousand views. So if it blows up, obviously more people are gonna click those links. So yeah, now I'm on Amazon, but I'm also gonna do the Obsessed Garage uh, affiliate program. Good because I think I need to do some more detailed videos. I think so too. And the cool thing is, is that you're, you're doing reverse. I don't know if it's psychology, but reverse engineering where. If you know you go out and you go, hey, I want to make a video, then you put the links in your in your description. But now you're going to be like, oh, I have this product. I want to make a video around this product. Yeah. And that's what switched my mindset of saying like, oh, you know, my second channel, I just uploaded two video or three videos yesterday, and two of them were on my new camera rig that I got and another product I bought. And it was just a quick little video showing the product, and then um, I put it in my Instagram yesterday. I bought those diecast cars. I bought a little four pack of GT2 RSs for $25. Yeah. You know, I got 800 clicks yesterday. That's crazy. I sold f like 16 sets of four packs yesterday. <laughs> That's cool. So I hope my commissions will come in hopefully tomorrow so I can see reports on that. So it's just little stuff like that. And I don't think people have an issue with clicking your own links because thankfully I get a lot of support from people. And I've had like Nate, one of the, the editor for Manny, he DM me, he goes, Hey, can I have your affiliate link for the simulator stuff? He's like, I'm yeah. going to go buy some stuff. Like, dude, that makes me so happy. Yeah, and, and it's the stuff like he bought times. was like twelve hundred bucks. So it's like that. That stuff adds up because you get. I mean, I don't know what the percentages on that are, but even if it's like a couple percent, that's money that you could be missing out on. So that's what I'm saying. I definitely like. I'm gonna start putting my videos and see how they perform. I mean, I'm 
I have no expectations just in case it doesn't go well, but I didn't we'll, see we'll any, see. I didn't see any commissions for the first six months, zero. Yeah. And then one day I was like, Oh, I made three cents. And yeah. I was so happy. Cause then I knew there was potential. And then, you know, now I'm averaging anywhere between $10 a day up to 400. Yeah. And it just depends on if someone spikes and they buy a hundred things or, you know, I've had days where nobody buys anything for a week. Yeah. So, but the good thing is the more videos that you create, there's more momentum behind it and people will click your links. And yeah. like I said, people are willing to support you. Um, even if like, if you're going to go on Amazon to buy something, why not click an affiliate link to help somebody? Yeah. Why not? Like I do that all the time. You know, I use a code for somebody if I'm buying something like oh, that's yeah. going to help somebody else out. So if you're out there and you're looking to buy something, check out my videos or Parker's videos for our affiliate links, because that helps us just a couple bucks a day here and there, man. That, that adds up quick. Yeah. And we put out all this stuff for free. All my YouTube videos are free. All your videos are free. This podcast is free. Yeah. All, everything we do is free for people just to enjoy from. Maybe we should make a Patreon. Maybe you should start an OnlyFans, bro. You can really get some money there. <laughs> I probably should. I'd be down, honestly. If anyone wants to support, let me know. Send me a DM. Nobody's sending me those pictures. I'm his boss, so I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> but hey, I respect the hustle, bro. I respect it. So we'll see. Parker, this is all you, man. Topic five. Take it off. You sent me this. Yeah, so uh, RDBLA just wrapped this uh, McLaren 720S. It has like a combination of like... Baby food? Three different... Yeah, it does look like baby food. It looks like the spinach baby food. But... Uh, basically it's this new company called Inozotech. I think that's how you pronounce it. I um, always say uh, Izonotech and Izonotech. it's not even, how, it's not even how you pronounce it for sure. <laughs> I think Inozotech. That's okay. what I'm, that's what I'm going with. But basically they make wraps and they are high gloss wraps with minimal orange peel. So basically, um, if you know a lot about detailing or you're kind of interested in that industry, Basically, you'll know that traditional vinyl wraps have a lot of orange peel to them and they don't look like paint. Yeah. They look like plastic because they are plastic. And so, especially in certain sunlight, too, you can really see how there's like a, when you say orange peel, think of an orange, like legitimately, like the yeah, pores in it. The peel of an orange. Yeah. It's like wavy almost. Mm -hmm. So, and you see it often, too, especially in the early days when vinyl first came out. It's yeah. gotten a lot better, but it's, it's hard to master it. Yeah. And that's why all these companies, like, and, um, even companies like Estec, they're making PPF that's colored. So it's not vinyl. Vinyl. It's, it's paint protection film. It's paint protection film. So I don't, and I don't even know the process behind that, but basically Inozotech um, made a, I think it's a vinyl wrap, mm -hmm. um, but basically it just has minimum orange peel and the colors are really cool. They have like Miami blue. They have like all these other ones, Nardo gray, um, really cool colors. And they just came out with this army green. And the 720 looks insane. It looks crazy. And this is a car that belongs to Shalizi. He is Marshmallow's manager. If you guys keep up with RDBLA on YouTube, they wrap his cars every month, I'd say. He's done like five. No, no, like no. Ten. Really? Uh, yeah, because he had yeah. all these different wraps. And then he had his Aventador that was orange. And then it went to khaki green. And then oh. all his cars went to khaki green. <laughs> and I think he did a color shift. I've seen like at least five in the past Probably two months from RDBLA. Yeah. He does it like every other week. I mean, I guess if you're Marshmallow's manager, like it's okay. Making a lot of money. Yeah. I think it's cool though. And this one has a roof scoop on it, has a crazy front bumper and it is slammed to the ground, but it's just cool to see different colors that most people aren't doing. And, uh, it's, it's crazy. Like, can you imagine what PPG thought when the first wraps, like the first round of wraps came out like 10 years ago Yeah, or whenever cars started getting wrapped and they were like, Oh shit, what do we do? Yeah. And then, literally a company called paint is dead came out. Yeah. Like that's just a stab to everyone who does paint. <laughs> and then now all these cars out here can get 
a full color change legitimately for yourself, you could do it yourself less than $500 or a shop can do it for yeah. three to 5,000. Yeah. And now, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but Topaz detailing yeah. out in London, I watch a video. They do this thing called Topaz skin, which is basically they spray down this, uh, some sort of, I guess, non-stick like coating. And basically it's like a clear coating. They spray that on the paint and then they paint on top of that, like with actual PPG paint. Mm -hmm. And so it's peelable. Oh, okay. And it's really easy to take off, but you can get, you know, cause, uh, PPG is used by Ferrari and Lamborghini. So you can do all these crazy Ferrari and Lambo oh, colors because wow. they, you know, you just put in the color code and it gets like the perfect color with like all the flake and everything. So it's like a high end, like a, a Plasti dip, but a high end Plasti dip. Super high end. Wow. And like, so apparently that lasts, like they warrant, they have a warranty of, uh, for that for up to like five years or so. Hmm which is pretty cool. Um, and I've seen, maybe we can insert some photos here from Topaz detailing, but I've seen some crazy, uh, colors that they've done. Just like, I know Yanni from Yanomize, he did a, the Lamborghini purple oh, yeah. on his Urus. I've seen Shmi go there for every clear bra for every yeah. car. And then yeah. there's always like a Senna GTR and a Koenigsegg, like yeah. the craziest cars just sitting in the parking lot, 599 GTO, yeah. FX. Like what do you, what, what shop is this? Yeah. Well, Shimmy did his, um, what is it? His G wagon, the new G wagon yeah. that has the Topaz skin on. Oh, okay. It. So it matches his Senna. Wow. Pretty cool. That's pretty baller. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Sheesh. definitely a lot of different like options coming out. And I think paint is going to eventually die just because like when you have a high end car like that, you don't want to strip it and then repaint it. That ruins the value. The yeah. value has gone. 100%. You want to keep it the original paint. That's just how it's going to always be. So having an option uh, with a high quality wrap or something like the Topaz skin, it's really cool to see. And curious to see like what other stuff will come out, you know? I'm excited for it too. I just added... Uh, like I said, four new GT2 RSs to my collection and we've shifted around the office a little bit. Now I have a display case in my front window, which I'm super proud of. And we have all of our cars there, which I like. So I'm going to buy some more diecast cars. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and you want to check out on the YouTube format, check in the, the description box for a bunch of cars that I just bought. Uh, 7-Eleven had a wholesale program where they were buying like so many cars and they would just sell little diecast cars for $10 at the front register and you'd i would walk up there and be like oh there's legitimately a mclaren f1 gtr diecast car yeah. for ten dollars oh there's a gt2 rs oh there's a subaru sti and i found the supplier on amazon and they have all this stock they're trying to get rid of yeah so everything a pack of four of these cars is 20 to 29 dollars. that's cool it's the kin smart one yes right? kin smart yeah because i have the f1 gtr and then i have the gt2 rs yeah and then there's like a I have a McLaren P1 from them. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of good, good ones that they have. It's not like Hot Wheels where it's like, what car is this? It's legitimate, real licensed cars. And the, like the, I don't know. It's like nothing like Hot Wheel. Hot Wheel has like the wrong wheels on it. Oh and yeah. The fitment's terrible. These actually look like really nice. Dude, they look for $10. It's super yeah. impressive. And I have a bunch of like race cars. So they have four GTs and Paganis and a bunch of Porsches. So if anyone wants to check out the link below, uh, we have those there too. If you want to check them out, because I, I can't stop buying them, dude. I'm buying so much crap. But <laughs> you have to give me that link. I know, I got you. So we are getting ready to install my exhaust this week. I have the Velvetronic V2. Yes. I picked up a set of Cobra Suzukas from my friend Brett Slicer, like we just spoke about. They are 
seats made for big boys like me being 6'3". I got to try them out. Oh, dude, they're really nice. I sat in them and he told me everything about it. But the next episode, we're going to talk about um, proper proper racing parts for your car. I want to talk about um, Hans devices and proper seats because Brett taught me a lot about these. And also, I have an Eventory Airbox and intake just showed up. Did an unboxing video, got 6,000 views. That plenum is so cool. Oh, it's beautiful, man. You, you were like, look inside of it. I didn't look in it. In the video, I was like, oh. And then it, got, it has a little trumpets oh, in there. It's so sick. They sing a little song. I can't the wait. The S65 song. <laughs> the symphony <laughs> featuring the S65 symphony. Yep. So I'm excited. Uh, Parker's driving the boat. He has a Mercedes right now from his pop. Yeah, my dad let me use his uh, Mercedes CLS 550. Things pretty nice. It's torquey. We just uh, V8. We just filmed a Parker vlog going to McDonald's because I was like, dude, have you ever had Sprite before? Like like <laughs> crispy Sprite from McDonald's. We don't drink soda, but I saw it on TikTok. I'm like, we we gotta go. So we we filmed a, a 15 minute vlog of our adventure. So if you want to check that out on Parker's channel, not only that, but if you watch Parker's videos, he's monetized. That's right. Making money off YouTube. He got approved a couple of days ago. So. If you guys can, give him a follow on Instagram and on YouTube. And uh, it. next episode is episode 20, so I got to do something big for it. If you're looking on the Ooh. video right now, we got something we're giving away. We got a, a brand new set of headphones from yep. Amazon. We listened to them today. I gave them a good 5 out of 10 stars. Better than nothing. I know, I'd say it, I'd give it a good 7. Yeah. They were good, but, I mean, for the money you paid, I think for for 30 bucks, it was 30 bucks. Yeah, right? it's pretty good for being 30 it bucks. It was great. Yeah, so, bucks, so we're going to give these away in the next, in episode 20, so make sure you come back. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. we got got se 10 seconds left. Please hit the thumbs oh. up button on the video and hit subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace. See ya.